Good afternoon, this is Rupert Thompson, Chief Investment Officer at Kingswood Group. It's the 10th of May and I'm now going to run through recent developments in the markets and our thoughts going forward. Well, equities had a reasonably good week last week. They're up 1% or so in local currency terms and they've reversed their small losses of the previous couple of weeks and are now actually back hovering around their late April highs. The news over the last few weeks has certainly been very supportive for equity markets. The corporate earnings season for the first quarter is now drawing to a close and earnings everywhere have beaten expectations substantially. The beat has been most striking in the States where earnings now look set to be up 50%, 50% on a year ago, double the gain expected at the start of reporting. Meanwhile, the economic data is starting to show the strong economic rebound is underway, led by the states. Global business confidence, in fact, hit a 14-year high in April, with both manufacturing and services bouncing back. Whereas the first quarter saw a sizable gain in US GDP, but renewed declines in the UK and Europe, the second quarter should see strength all around. However, there was one surprisingly weak data release last week. US employment had been expected to post a huge 960,000 gain in April, but instead rose a comparatively paltry 266,000. The unemployment rate also unexpectedly edged higher to 6.1%. This softness is at odds with the strength shown in almost all other data releases and probably not too much to be made of it. Still, there is a silver lining for markets here. We're now actually at the point in the States where the danger is becoming one of too much growth rather than too little. Fears have been rising that the economy will overheat, forcing the Fed to bring forward the start of the tapering of its QE programme and also the eventual first interest rate increase. These worries have now been eased somewhat by the employment numbers. With the recent economic and earnings numbers so good, why then have markets made so little progress just recently? The answer really seems to be quite simple. A lot of good news was already in the price. Markets are always forward-looking and it's often better to travel than arrive. We're also, as pointed out a couple of weeks ago, now in in what has typically been a less favourable time of the year for equities. For whatever reason, markets typically fare best between October and May. A pause or correction is also overdue. The last 5% dip we saw was back in late October, whereas 5% pullbacks in the past have on average occurred three times a year. That said, any correction is likely to be limited in scope, with the macro backdrop remaining very positive. A considerable amount of cash is still on the sidelines, some of which may end up in equities. We continue to believe markets are further upside over the coming year. Here in the UK, the Bank of England last week released an upbeat set of economic projections. It is now predicting growth of 7.25% this year, up from its previous 5% forecast. This is the largest gain in 70 years, though it has to be said this follows the largest decline in 300 years. Inflation, meanwhile, is forecast to overshoot the bank's 2% target over coming months, 
but return to target next year. As expected, the bank made no significant policy changes, with the pace of bond purchases trimmed, but the overall size of the QE programme unchanged at £895 billion. UK markets have uh, perked up a little recently. The pound has broken above 140 this morning for the first time since February, and UK equities outperformed last week. Sterling's move higher, though, has been more a result of dollar weakness than any glee at the prospect of a Scottish independence referendum, possibly as early as next year. As for UK equities, they've so far reversed only a small part of their previous underperformance. They've room to outperform further on the back of their cheapness and what should, after all, be the fastest growth in 70 years. Well, that's it for today. Thank you for listening, and I'll be back again next week. Please note that this podcast is for information purposes only. The views expressed do not constitute financial advice, and please remember that the value of investments can go up as well as down. How an investment performed in the past may not be the same as how it performs in the future, and there may also be tax implications. Should you require advice, please speak to a qualified financial advisor.